Sisters podcast with Nicole and John Ellen. So welcome to another episode of the Radical Awareness podcast with uh, myself and Nicole. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are going to be talking about something that would fall under the term unity consciousness, Mm. this idea of where are we going, how can we bring it all together, how can we shift the divide that seems to proliferate really no matter what the topic. Um, And I'm not sure if any time in the future disagreement is a thing that's ever going to go away. Mm. I think, yeah, I think we should address it first, again, like we have been, the complete and utter shitstorm that is currently going on around us in all directions. No matter where you sit on the fence, you know, like if you, if you, I'm just going to use, obviously vaccine's a big topic, but if, you know, you're what you might call pro or you, you want the vaccine, you think people should have it, or, you know, you think people should have their choice or you don't want it, but, you know, whatever, wherever you sit right now, it's uncomfortable. Mm. It's uncomfortable in every direction. And, you know, I've heard some people say, I'm just neutral. I'm like, there is no neutral anymore. You actually can't really have a choice of neutral because you're going to be asked and you're going to be put into a position where you're asked and forced and all of these bizarre sort of things where there's this epic kind of push and pull of what is ethical, right? What's, what's moral, what's okay and what's not. And then watching the, it's like watching true colors come out and watching true fear arise. Like we can pretend a lot of the times that we don't have fear, but the situation we're in right now, it actually illustrates your level of fear that exists in your body. And so it's quite a beautiful time in that sense to notice what's there for yourself and for those around you. And what's happening though, is as a lot of people are kind of waking up to maybe the mass censorship and kind of, intentional confusion that's going on, whether it's with our government here, but it's actually, it's globally, right? This is happening all over the world. Um, And what's confusing is as people are kind of waking up to this, like, well, something doesn't feel right, which is amazing. But then you're like, well, wait, what? Because if I start to unpack what doesn't feel right, it's a pretty confusing place to be because then you are in this... um, situation where it potentially looks malicious and that's a hard pill to swallow that the government or the structures that are supposed to support public health and support the people are actually intentionally harming them and censoring information and censoring stories and telling people they're making it up or that it's not this or it's not that is very, very disturbing if you've tried to be neutral or stay out of this because it comes a point where you require more information to get a full picture. And the cognitive dissonance is real and very, very high. Um, And it's scary, you know, if you're just unpacking this, you're going, wait, but that means I've been lied to. And first, I just want to address that way before coronavirus, before this pandemic, our structures and systems didn't really look after people. Like, I understand it was easier to be neutral. It was easier to bury our heads in the sand. And that might not be intentional because you might have just been busy like a lot of us are. So we don't really look at the injustice in our 
world unless you are working in there and you do have that courage and bravery to kind of look at how disturbing some of our structures are that are supposed to be looking after people. But from where I've sat and for a very long time in my life, I have always noticed this and it's felt heavy on my heart and like a heavy burden. And a lot of times I've had to not look because I just couldn't regulate my own emotions. I couldn't regulate my own nervous system to the fact that it's not just the mass poverty all over the world um, or people dying of hunger every minute. It's like within our own country, there is so much injustice. There is so much suffering, unnecessary suffering when governments and the people that have the resources could actually even this out. So we lived in a world that was a win-win for all. And often I've been called idealistic for saying such things, but the older I get and the more I learn and research, I'm not idealistic. This is exactly how it could be. And it's a choice from people in power and people who are cowards and want to have the money or um, I was actually, side note, just speaking with a stranger on the side of the road, walking back from the supermarket, who told me um, we're living through the seven deadly sins. And we agreed that greed and pride was quite prevalent right now. And it was very wise from this old man who thinks, you know, all of this stuff, but it's, there's just a lot of confusion and misinformation, but also just these polarizing views and we're kind of spiraling and then it can get um, terrifying because you don't know what to hold on to anymore, right? Like where is the goodness? And what we want to talk about today is that this good news there is so much goodness everywhere because all of us are made of goodness. We're made of love, unconditional love. We are made of wisdom and truth. The only thing that has happened is that we have kind of been conditioned into not being able to access that part of ourselves. And we believe that it's actually a relatively easy journey to get back to that part of yourself if you're willing to do that work. And the first part of doing that work is acknowledging, whoa, this is a shitstorm and it doesn't actually serve all people. And I do want to see change. And I can admit that I've been lied to. And I can admit that I have been sucked into this brainwashing in essence. When we can't admit that, we remain in cognitive dissonance, which means we will just obey and comply because it's easier to do that then take what feels like a very unknown step outside of that kind of um, del delusion really, or the, uh, what am I trying to say? The It's often, it's very, very often we try and convince ourselves that we haven't been fooled, yeah. that, that we see or have seen all of it the whole time. But I can almost guarantee that there's not a single person that's seen all of it the whole time. It's impossible, man. Like There's so much you don't know that you don't even know what you don't know. And in no way am I claiming that I know any more than anyone else on any topic except the topic of my own heart. Mm. We are always confused, you know, and this whole process for the last, especially year and a half when it's been related to COVID and this pandemic, um, has just been this intense time of having to navigate through our own thoughts and beliefs and conditioning and kind of 
feel all the emotions and grieve this like, oh my gosh, I was lied to, or oh my gosh, it's worse than I thought, or- Oh my gosh, then, that person's corrupt too. Oh my God, that uh, person's corrupt too. Yeah. Oh, that's part of that. Oh dear. And then at the same oh. time as feeling the feelings, right? You got to feel those emotions, the the shame that comes with it, the maybe the guilt of not listening to somebody else who spoke out, maybe just mm. feelings of sadness, of anger, of terror, of fear. Let them come through your body. Let yourself feel them fully. And then be like, okay, it's okay. Energy moves through my body. Emotion moves through my body. But now I can move forward with this wisdom, right? Because I'm transforming it. I can move forward with wisdom and I can choose to do different things in a different way. Don't be so afraid of hearing someone you know say, I told you so. Mm. Don't be so afraid of that, that you don't act. Mm. that that is not enough of a reason in my opinion to be so paralyzed that you don't do what you know is the right thing to do right now and also there is absolutely no crime there is no fault in changing your mind Mm. and I think because of the way our systems and structures are set up People are terrified of changing their mind, so they don't speak out when they change their mind until much, much later. And then they may even pretend or blatantly lie that they always felt the way they do now. And sometimes it does feel like you've always felt like this, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because a part of you has. Mm. Like that's the essence. We all kind of know this in our core of our being. We actually are all connected to truth and love. So when the that sort of more surface level or the kind of conscious mind starts to shift, it does feel like you've always felt that way. You'll be like, I always had like an inkling, you know, Mm. there was a sense. And that's okay. But it's also, it's like having that, but also being like, wow, I was wrong. You know what? And I look at the things I've just been like hook, line and sinker sucked into. And there, of course, is this moment of embarrassment or shame or that I was like, like fighting for it, standing up for it. And then seeing it for maybe what it actually is, is like, okay, that's okay. And I, I had to go through that to understand. And now I have more information and I have a more direct sense of what I believe to be true. And I'm, it's not that, you know, and it's Mm. okay. We're all infinite consciousness having an experience indeed my experience happens to be called john <laughs> my experience happens to be called nicole mm. and it's a great time we're yeah. having a great time <laughs> um so that kind of brings us to this idea of what a lot of people are talking about which is this idea of the new earth right or lifting our the, the ascension the global ascension or lifting our, our consciousness and all of these things i i believe are very true uh, it's not that tomorrow we're suddenly all going to land on a new earth. It's that we as individuals are such powerful creators because we are the whole of consciousness having this focused experience as our human and that we, through our own intention, imagination, um, visualization and creation, we we create the new earth. And I think what's happening at the moment, and we're definitely talking with a lot of people where we're all, us included, are kind of looping back on just the madness that we're seeing currently and maybe forgetting to then zoom out for a moment and put our focus and attention on what do we want to see change? Where do we want to go? What world do we all want to live in together? 
And this is a super important part. It's not to say don't be focused on what's happening now. That's important too. But it's about balancing it out. You think in your day, I know we've talked about in past podcasts that it's important to at least, especially, I mean, all the time, but during times like these, to be spending some period of time, whether it's five minutes or more, each day to come into your heart center, to connect to your heart, to come into this heart coherence, as um, heartmath.org refer to it as, this very coherent state where you are tapping into the essence of who you are to pure consciousness itself. So it's the same thing when we're doing that. We want to be also tapping into this vision of what, what do we want to see the outcome be? What do we want our kind of new earth? What do we want our country to be like? What do we want our relationships with our neighbors to be like? And this is so important because sometimes when you start, it's like, oh, I don't know. All I can see is doom, right? But remember, you're a powerful creator. If all you're seeing is doom, if all you're seeing is the divide, it will keep being reflected back to you. So the more we're all collectively saying, hey, I hear all of your fear-mongering shit. I hear all of this need to divide and conquer. But if we turn our attention, we turn our focus away from that, we're like, you know what? This is real boring. Hey, Jacinda, you're real boring. Like, what about if I go over here with people who actually care about other human beings and we start to focus into our heart centers and we start to create where we want to go? What does that world look like? You know, how do we, where are we getting our food? Who owns our water, right? Where, what houses do we live in? How do, do we grow our food together? What work do we do? Who is creating? What else do you want to create? What do you want to do? How do we make this a win-win-win kind of society or community for everybody involved? And I'm obviously speaking to my vision, to my heart, to what I want to experience. But the invitation of this discussion, I guess, that we will be talking more about is... Um, what is your new earth? What is the solution for you? What do you want to see? Mm, and it's very much, it's worth, it's worth the time. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's something that feels very easy to kind of flippantly dismiss, to, to just kind <laughs> You've of- got more serious things to do. Yes, I've yeah. got to focus on the next, whatever it is, news broadcast or or client or, or whatever whatever the moment is and, and be with those things fully when it's time for them and in those other times that you have the space that you have the space to come into your heart center that you have this heart coherent moment you can use that time you can add on to that time by creating the vision of 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 the change you want to see in the world of the of the world you want to see happening of the future that you want to live in, that you want your children and children's children, et cetera, to live in, that this is pure potential that we only have to direct our focus and attention towards if we want to create it. And so if you have a tendency to say things like, well, that's just life and life's unfair, this and da, 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 this is how it is. Politicians lie, blah, blah, whatever, whatever those things are, then you are reaffirming them to yourself and your subconscious and your family, the people around you and your friends. So if you choose to portray, if you choose to transmit these, if you choose to emit <laughs> the frequency of 
love and joy and pure potential, um, then that's what's going to be attracted to you. And it might not look exactly like you imagined it in your mind, not exactly, but the potential is real. And if you think about anything you've ever done with intention, the first thing you did was imagine it happening. Every time. Every time. Every single invention in the world, everything that's ever created, existed first in somebody's mind. Somebody imagined it. So that's the process of creation. It starts with imagination. So put your attention on that outcome and you're in the process of creation. Mm, I love that, John. So often, so many of us feel so small mm. and there is a, a crisis right, in our world of, of people just believing they're worthless, that they're not good enough, that they have very low self-worth, you know, low self-esteem. Well, their worth is pinned to a, a number value in a bank account. Mm. And I would say, you know, this has been intentionally conditioned and programmed into us from a very young age and our schooling system as I've mentioned before on podcasts as I'm quite passionate about it that you are ranked up against each other you are given marks you are told that you are not some numbers worthy again. some numbers good old numbers <laughs> told that you're not worthy for just being you and so in these times we think oh well what's the point in me visualizing a new earth I can't do anything and I very much beg to differ Every time one of us comes into our hearts, the, the actual energy emitted off of our heart, which has been measured now, if you come into your heart center, you can emit energy nine meters around you, nine meters. When you are in fear, it's a few centimeters off your body. And this has been measured. This is on, um, I'm pretty sure it's HeartMath that has mm -hmm. done those measurements. So this is not something that we're just making up as we, you know, run around the tree with our incense sticks. This is like actually human potential. And so every time one of us chooses to come into our hearts and creates that picture, that vision for the future, we are changing the potential for everybody, right? We are a human family and that is incredible. And there are so many people around the world doing this work, which is why there is a pushback. You know, there is this feeling, this kind of like push and pull and push and pull. And I think it's important that, you know, a lot of us might be waiting to see something or waiting for the kind of savior of someone else to save us or waiting to see some form of disclosure uh, uh, through the media of them suddenly coming to their senses and being like, oh my gosh, we got it all wrong. And we get these little tidbits. The reason the media gives out little tidbits is to keep you hooked in. It keeps you hooked into the fear. It keeps you hooked into their narrative and their it's agenda. The, it's the cliffhanger. It, it is, is the cliffhanger. We are very addicted to it. watching the next yes. episode. It's intentional. This, this stuff with the media, the media is so connected to the government and has been for years, decades, and are paid off to do it. It's like, I don't really care if I sound like a conspiracy theorist. It's not that hard to research this and to find it out for yourself if you find it a struggle to believe. But it's those, I hang on those moments. You know, you see an article, you're like, oh, yes, yes, it's going to change. But then you watch a few days later, it goes the absolute opposite and your heart falls out of your ass again. And it's like, you're constantly on this roller coaster of emotion and it's not to say don't look at what's happening because I get it right like it's also the way we know but that should be the much less uh, lower percentage than being in your freedom being in your heart and actually focusing on what you want to see and supporting others with love 
and this idea of unity consciousness that John mentioned at the beginning. So unity consciousness means that we also love Jacinda, right? And we see her as this heart-centered being who has is just surrounded by fear. Just surrounded by fear. And they Joe Biden are. and Donald Trump, Trump and John Key and all of, all of these characters. Yeah. We love them all. Oh, you know, Hitler, it's like find anyone that you are really challenged with and be like, how can I also include them in my unity? Because there's this other issue and we're like, I'm going to create this new world. I'm going to create this vision for peace. We're excluding. We're like, oh, you're not coming to my party because you did bad things. It's like, well, that's exactly what they're doing to us now. So we can't play by those rules. Those rules don't work for humanity. They don't work for unity. We have to understand, I think, that we're all we're all heart-centered beings. We just get surrounded by fear. And fear keeps us limited. It keeps us small. And when we're limited and small, we need to control. We need to grab. We need, you know, we, then we're playing with these things like pride and greed and this idea of the seven deadly sins, these things that keep us limited. Unity consciousness expands us. It's about spaciousness, openness, connection, love, joy, contentment. That is the world we all could be living in, that we deserve to live in. Doesn't mean, like what John mentioned, that we wouldn't that we would agree and everything would be boring. I think people get caught in that. No, it's about imagine having the freedom to disagree and totally know how to regulate yourself emotionally and through your nervous system. So many of us, and this is also being conditioned, have a disagreement with someone and don't know how to regulate our emotions or regulate our nervous system, meaning that we either shoot into a like high kind of stress response or we sort of collapse down into this kind of collapsed, what's the point, I just need to go and hide under a blanket um, response. That's not resilience, right? And that was also taken away from us from a young age that we were sort of taught if someone doesn't agree with you, then go away from them, you know, then don't have them in your life as opposed to here's these tools to navigate your internal experience. Those moments of discomfort aren't bad. You're actually just hitting a a point of resistance within yourself, which might be saying, oh, this is something to look at or, oh, look at that. I don't really agree. How curious. I wonder how that person got to that place. I'm so curious to find out more as my fellow brother and sister on this planet and we disagree about this thing, you know, that there could be so much beauty and creation in those interactions rather than hate and divide and needing to suppress somebody else so that your idea can be louder. Mm. And it doesn't actually take much of a stretch in your train of thought to think, if I had the life experiences and were faced with the same decisions that that person had been faced with, I would probably come to the same conclusions. I would probably end up being the same person because that is the true path of empathy. Mm. That is your innate ability. You can tap in to understanding how someone got to the place that they got to if you spend a little bit of time just broadening your mind for a moment. doesn't mean you have to agree. But understanding and agreeing are two different things. And so often I think we have gotten to a place where we think they have to be the same thing. Mm, so true. Oh, if you understand someone, that means you agree with them. No, that's not a condition of understanding. 
understanding someone who you disagree with is a very, very powerful tool because then you can have a discussion and learn more and continue to open the horizons and see, ah, I can see where we do agree on something, if you can find that, and how we can coexist. It doesn't mean you have to have that person in your life every day or have to talk to them every day or have to, have to try and convince them your way is right, but you can coexist with every different opinion mm. because it all has a sense of rightness to it. You're so right. And you know, like with everything that's going on, the only way out of this is through it, <laughs> right? We're just mm. every day, we're just walking through it and it to stand in your own, yeah, courage and bravery and be like, ah, oh, how can I come into this idea of unity consciousness rather than division consciousness, <laughs> you know, division and separation. Uh, it's the difference between fear and love. What do you want to choose? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to turn up as? And just know that when you feel powerless, when you feel like you can't do anything, every single moment in your day counts. Every single moment you can choose love over fear. You can choose unity consciousness. You were given free will. Absolutely nobody can take that away from you. And so use your free will, use your choice, use unity consciousness, choose love if you want. And then we move through this in a very different way. But in those moments, this is more of, I guess, a loving reminder that you do have the power, that you are making change, that you don't have to maybe feel as small as you may have done at one point in your life. You're not small, you're infinite. Mm. You're infinite. Consciousness. Boundless. Experience. Yeah. Vast. You are pure potential. Mm. And with that, we choose love and we love you and so much. we think infinite, sorry, uh, unity consciousness is the only way through this for a win-win mm. world with you all. Mm. And thank you to all of you who already are doing this. Mm. So many of you. understand this and who introduced us to it, who reminded us of it, who mm. who brought us to this place where we can talk about it, where we can share it, and there's nothing wrong with you taking this information and sharing it as well. Yeah, so do that in the way that works for you, whether that is at all, but we would appreciate it if you did. Mm. And thank you for tuning in, and we will be back with another episode soon sometime soon mm. <laughs> goodbye goodbye the radical awareness podcast